Hey, Dreamers, I can't believe it. We are so close to Dreamers Podcast existing for three whole years. To celebrate this amazing accomplishment, I have decided to put together a live event here just outside of Philadelphia, May 20th. DreamCon will be an all-day event where you can meet past guests, network with other Dreamers, and play minute-to-minute games to raise money for charity, and of course, so much more. Tickets are on sale now at superjoepardo.com slash dreamcon. I can't wait to see you all there. Hey, Dreamers. My guest today hasn't been on the Dreamers podcast since episode 229. Wow. Uh, yeah, right. We're almost at 300 episodes at this point. So 229. You're, 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 yeah, we're we're getting close to that three three almost 100 episodes ago. Um, Mark and he's come back today to talk about well, other than to just catch up, obviously, because I love this <laughs> guest and he has um actually been on the show. I think this will now he will be the the most uh most guests with that's been on the show the most times uh because you rival ty roxon for that for that uh and actually a couple other names at this point but i think you're like you are way past uh everyone else uh everyone i would love to welcome back so that he can talk about his latest album dreams come true tom amin Welcome back. Tom. Hey, thanks, Joe. And I'm so glad to be back here. It, I think it's really quite an honor that I'm one of those guests that has the most repeats coming on to your show. Yes. I think that's that's saying that's a, an accomplishment for me. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it, too. Uh, you, you know, you, it's, you're always welcome back here. And I'm so happy that it's we've, it's been a little while that we've been able trying to get you back on the show because the album came back in December. Uh, or came out in December, December fifth, and now uh, at the time of the recording, it's already wow, it's March already. Go and before you know, it's going to be uh, what comes out tomorrow, April. Uh, I'm, my <laughs> brain is so fried uh, already today. Well, you're a little busy. You're a busy man, so we we'll excuse it for now. We oh, we understand. Well, thank you. I, I I greatly appreciate that. <laughs> I have to say, congratulations to you on the launch of your business and all this great stuff you're doing. Because uh, you know, I follow you. I listen to your podcast. I follow you on on Twitter and, and Facebook, and I'm just so proud to call you a friend. I mean, you've done so much great stuff. Congratulations! Thank and not you. only that, but raising a baby now as well. <sighs> I know, I know, I know. Last time we uh, we talked on the show, uh, she uh, she might have just been born or was about to be born. I don't recall. I think she was about to be born. If I'm not, I can't because it's it was right, right around cusp, that Because I I like she was born March 16th. So so Got like it. I know I recorded at least like three months out because I knew I wasn't going to you know have time or want to have the time to sit down and record uh at that's the time. right that's right so it was before she was born that's right i remember that i think it was i think yeah. it was just before like probably mm-hmm. within a couple of weeks before she was born we we recorded oh. so yeah she's almost a year old now um at oh the my time gosh of this recording of course by the time this goes out it'll probably be about two months from two three <laughs> months from now um right <laughs> so she'll have been a year and, and three months but yeah, it's been this this past, you know, 12 
12 months have been really incredible for me. Uh, you know, I, I mean, you know, I, I spoke at, um, at the, at the United Nations and like, yes, I work at a nonprofit now that does really amazing things with the youth of Camden, New Jersey. And if you don't know Camden, oh. look up Camden, New Jersey. It's, it's regularly one of the most dangerous, uh, rated one of the most dangerous cities in America. And I work right wow. in the middle of it. Um, and oh like in the middle, middle, not like down by the river, the waterfront where everything's all nice. <laughs> like I work in North Camden in one wow. of the most dangerous sections in the city. Um, wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. I did. I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew, I didn't know it was such a risky area of, of town for you. Uh, yeah. And it's only like 20 minutes, like, you know, 15, 20 minutes away, away from me. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I really, really love it. I love the fact that, um, you know, the work that we do over at HopeWorks, and if you don't know HopeWorks.org, uh, the work we do over there is truly incredible. Like we have, Tom, we have these people mm. come in and they work for billion dollar companies this one guy he is the cfo of a 26 billion dollar company and he's coming into north camden to sit down and mentor uh some of our youth one-on-one like that's amazing anywhere right like that's not something (laughs) like this youth that would have no opportunity i mean most people wouldn't have an opportunity to know this person unless they belonged like the same country club or something you know (laughs) or, or same chamber of commerce that that person happened to belong to um and and they're getting this opportunity to like get a shortcut right to somebody who could like really make a difference in their life and help them in so many other ways other than just be like i really like you let's get you a job where, you know, at our company. Right. It's more like it's, it's inspiration. And it, a lot of times that will trigger something in a kid that will start, it plants a seed, you know, and it's like, Oh, you know, I can do that. Or this is my passion. This is what I really want to follow. You never quite know like how you're really affecting someone, you know, until later in life, if they tell you or how they live their life. But that that's amazing that people do that. And I really wish more people did that. It's such a great thing to give back to a community and to uh, help shape the youth of, you know, that's coming up because it's just, it's an important thing to do, I think. It really is. And it's all because of the model that HopeWorks provides, right? Mm. Like this wouldn't be happening without that. I mean, sure, there's like, like other organizations that might have speakers or whatever, but, but to have somebody of that stature come in uh, on a weekly basis and mentor, uh, you know, a few youth is is it's like in, unimaginable uh so it's, in my it's mind a, it's amazing it's i'm so glad that you're part of that it's just it's so important it really really is and i get to work some really awesome kids uh youth i should say not most of them aren't kid i mean kids mm-hmm. relatively speaking of course right um, <laughs> right you right. know but but the whole point is is I'm I'm just proud to to say that I'm a part of it and that I'm getting to to make a difference not only uh just in my own backyard but but really, you know, going forward forward into the world. So yeah, I mean so it's cool. just man, it's just crazy though cuz like now there's the business and then two jobs cuz I still do some IT work for my my dad's company and then wow. I have a baby and a wife. I know. <laughs> and a baby just by itself is full-time work. So it really is. It really really is. Um, so, so let's, let's talk about you, Tom. Like what, what have you been up to in the last year? Well, I did another, I recorded another Disney album, which I was very excited to do because as you guys know, the last Disney albums I've done have been the theme park music, right? 
but I wanted to try to do, oh, excuse me, hold on, something's playing. Oh, my phone wanted to give you a sample already. <laughs> um, but I wanted to do, finally do an album of the songbook stuff. So uh, songs from movies or uh, a lot of the animation movies that were out from past and present. Not present, but like the Renaissance in the 90s. I wanted to cover a lot of that music like Beauty and the Beast. Oh, my cat says hello, by the way. Oh, hi. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people know he likes to interrupt interviews a lot. But um, so I wanted to do an album of songs from the songbook. So it was really cool for me. I really had a great time picking out the ones I wanted to do. I, of course, I have a list of like 60 songs. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, had to, I had to cone it down to like 11 songs. So hopefully I'll get to do more songs in the future. But I felt what I put together was a pretty good sampling of some of my favorite music from the Disney films. Uh, and that's what I hope um, comes across when people listen to it. It's just a, it's a sample of what kind of my love for the Disney film and, and of course, all the great music from the movies. Yeah, so so I've had this album for a, quite a while now. Um, I added it to the to the selection of music because for anyone who doesn't know, there is an iPod that exists in this world with only Tom and Me music on it. <laughs> That's it, amazing. It, it's it amazing is. To me. It is, and I knew it would be because um, you know I I know how you, how sentimental uh, your music is, especially when people. What you had like one person uh, write to you to ask if it was okay Ooh. to play your music at their wedding. Absolutely. And I was like, of course it is. <laughs> of course. It's it's such an honor that someone would want that at their at their special day. Yes. And to and to even write to you about it. I mean, a lot of people would just do it and not think twice. But to, I know. to write to you and let you know how that how special it is to them. I know. I thought that was really <laughs> neat that someone did that. I was really touched by that. I thought that was really cool. That is. I, I would I would definitely feel the same way. Um, so I, I mean, my favorite out of the, out of the album would definitely be Chim Chim, uh, Cheery. Uh, <laughs> yes. He did a really, really great job of capturing that. I mean, all of them, but that one really is, uh, you know, there. And then, a, uh, a dream is a wish your heart makes. Oh yeah. Another and, classic. And I know. then the total surprise of candle on the water where you're singing <laughs> on the, on it, which, which I, I have to admit, I, I actually want to take that one out because it's supposed to be the music that Ava goes to sleep to. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> well, and, and I've seen her, she like the song comes on and she hears the voice and she just, and she wakes up like she's not like it, she's ready to go. Oh, gee. Well, that was the big surprise is that I wanted to do one song where I sang because I used to sing a lot when I was younger. And when I do concerts, like if I do shows here in the L.A. area, I will sing and I like to sing, but I never do it on albums because I've always considered myself just a piano guy who who sings. You know what I mean? I'm not trained. I didn't go to school to be a singer, but I guess people really like what comes out. So I, I like to do it. It's a lot of fun. It's a way to connect with people. Uh, especially in a live concert. Uh, it's just a unique way to connect to people through singing. So I thought, well, let's try to put one singing song on the album and see what people think, because I don't know what people think. Like, do they like the voice? Is it okay? Do they not want me to sing? It's it's kind of funny. I was a little nervous to do it, but I figured, what the heck? Let's just do it. And Candle on the Water is one of my favorite uh, Disney songs of all time. I've been singing it since I was like 15. So it's kind of one of those songs that it kind of feels like a friend. You know, every time you hear it or you sing, it just feels like a friend is there. So that's why I decided to put it on there and uh, see what people thought of it. 
Whoa, okay. So I totally um yeah. Okay, so I didn't realize that was from Pete's Dragon, because uh, I just yes. Googled it if you didn't hear the key typing. Um and and <laughs> I here I the whole time I was thinking it was a song from Tangled. No, this is Candle on the Water was from Pete's Dragon, like you said, it was in the seventies when that came out. And I remember my our parents took us to see the movie. And we just fell in love with it. Like we were, we were so enamored with this kid that had a dragon, you know, that could be invisible and helped Pete, you know, uh, find a family and all that kind of cool stuff. And the, of course, the original was a musical. It had a lot of music in it, and I really liked the music. And now, when I look back and watch the movie, first of all, it's way too long. I, I say that to, it's just such a long movie, but. There's a lot of good music in it, and I really, really like it. So, and Candle on the Water always stuck with us, like me and my family as kids. And so, once I started to learn music, once I started to sing, that was one of the first songs I learned to sing. And that's why it's so special to me. It's a great song, and it was Helen Reddy did it. Uh, she was the one that recorded it. Uh, I don't think it did like well on radio because you know at that time they, those songs were going on the radio too. Mm. Uh, I don't know if it did too well, but it was just always an endearing uh, classic to me. Now, did you like the the new version of the movie? I have not seen it. Yeah, me neither. Joe, I, I've not, I haven't watched I any really, of those. I really want to see it because it looked really good. Yeah. So I think I think it's supposed. I think all of them are supposed to be really good so far. Yeah, I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see Beauty and the Beast. Like, I really can't wait for that. Uh, but I definitely need to see Pete's Dragon. I think I'm going to stream it. Like I'm going to rent it soon. But I, I really wanted to see it. Yeah. I well, I, what Beauty and the Beast came out today, yesterday, something. I thought like it, that. it comes. It comes out March 17th. So oh, March 17th. Oh, March 16th. March 17th. Okay. I, for yeah, some reason, it's I, coming. You know what it was? Was I, I happened to be watching Good Morning America uh, like the other day. Ah. Okay. Yeah, and and that's what brought it up. <laughs> Got it. Yeah, they probably had a feature on it or something. Yeah, and that's why I was like, oh, it must be coming out, like, yeah. you know, today. But, yeah, I guess <laughs> not. Um, anyway, uh, so what what else has been going on? Like, so have you gotten to do any more, like, Disney uh, gigs? Like, have you gotten any closer to working? Because I, I saw you – wait, was it was – it, la- it wasn't last year. It was the year before, wasn't it, uh-huh. in Disneyland? Oh yes, yeah, it it was, I think it was two years ago that oh, we met there. That feels like just yesterday. It, it does feel like yesterday. I drove down to meet you there. You were there for a few days, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To run a race, run a race, and I came and saw you. I drove down. I think we had lunch, right? Oh, we had lunch at um, Earl of Sandwich. Earl of Sandwich. Yeah, yeah. That was great. Which is only like the second or third time I've been there. I'd never been there before. And then Michelle Young, who has another podcast, I met her once down there, and she took me there. And I was like, oh, my God, this place is really good. So we had a great time. It was it was nice to meet you in person. It was, it was really neat to talk to you face to face. Yeah, yeah, definitely. As you as well. And I, I hope to um, be out there again at some point. I mean, I was out there two times in December, but it just didn't work out. I know. I know. December is, and December is a crazy month. And what's crazy about California and Southern California is that a lot of people don't understand the traffic. So if if Disneyland on a really good day is about, I'd say like 30, 40 minutes away from me. But if there's crazy traffic, it could take up to an hour and a half to two hours to get there. So it's a little, 
it's like when you say it's not that far, but with traffic, you always have to factor that in here. And when you're on like a time schedule, you just got to factor in like it's going to take an hour and a half to get there, probably take an hour and a half to get home. Uh, so it just wasn't feasible that time. I was bummed out. Oh, yeah, no, I was too. I, I mean, I was really hoping to, to get to see you. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm hopeful that uh, this year, you know, so so we've been we've been talking about this, Melissa and I, about whether or not we're going to get Ava to Disney World or Disneyland uh, first. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, it, you know, normally, in, 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 you know, I would say, yeah, Disney Disney World is where we're gonna go. You know, it's it's yeah. where I, it's the East Coast. It's it's sure. where we would go. Um, but the thing is, is I think we want to go sooner than like when Star Wars land and like you know the because like right now it's it's just so much right. is missing from the parks. And I know with, with Hollywood Studios being in such disarray. I mean, the Avatar Land will come online soon, and that and and Animal Kingdom will be great again. Sure. Um, you know, Epcot, I think there's there's some things in the works for Epcot, I mm-hmm. believe. I haven't had a chance to really catch up on my Disney like news recently, but um but yeah, well, I, I, know just, the... I don't know. I, I just feel like Disneyland is where we're probably going to wind up going first. That'd be very cool. Uh, you definitely keep me posted when you come here cuz I would love to meet Ava. That would be yeah. so so cool. I think I mean Disneyland might be a good good first time as well because it's not as big, maybe. And there's like you wouldn't have so much running around to do. Maybe I, I don't know. I don't with a little child. It's I don't know how that works because I don't have kids. <laughs> so I don't. I mean, I've been to Disney World with my niece and nephews before, mm-hmm. but even they get really. They were a little older, but they got really tired like midday. I would say, but gotta take breaks. Know. Gotta take. Breaks. We have to take. Room. That's what I've learned. You know what? I've totally learned. You know, in my twenties, like I went all day and all night, whatever. But I love going to the park, taking an afternoon break, a little nap, whatever, or a little swim, and then go back to the parks at night. And it just feels so refreshing. It's, I love it. Yeah. As long as they're open late, that's the, that's the caveat. That's true. If, that's they, if true. they only close at nine o'clock, then it's like, yeah, you could take a little break, but you just have to factor in the fact that you're, you know, you're going to yeah. miss, uh, miss out a significant amount of time. You're not going to be able to make up like, oh, we'll just stay till midnight. Like, that's true i mean it depends on the time they close and you pay so much money to get in there you really want to use you really want to get the most experience that you can yeah what was it so so somebody recently had just posted the uh when disneyland introduced the indiana jones ride and like the, it showed the ticket price in the commercial uh so it was like the video of the commercial was like 23 dollars or something oh like my gosh 90 i guess it was like 98 99 Oh man, that's crazy. I know. And I'm like, man, like how did we get to it's over a hundred? I know. <laughs> I know. I have I have Epcot tickets I've saved that are like twenty bucks, thirty-two wow. bucks, like way back when. I don't know how we've got to over a hundred. That's why I can't go a lot because I can't afford a hundred dollars a pop just to go in and I can't afford the yearly pass because they're really expensive, even here for Disneyland. But my friends and I like to go down – like we'll go down to downtown Disney, walk mm-hmm. around and eat dinner, which is great. But I really – I'm going to have to go into the park sometime soon because I really want to see – I've never seen Cars Land yet. So I really want to check that out. And just to be in the park for a day is just – it's a great thing, you know? It is. Yeah. I, you know, the it is it is expensive. Um, yeah. 
yeah it's tough i mean you know expenses and everything like that in short probably mostly insurances if anything is what has skyrocketed their 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 ticket price um first and foremost but yeah it's it's a shame because it it just doesn't seem like oh okay it was 23 dollars and 98 and now it's like $53. Like, that's where it's like, okay, it's doubled in 20 years. Okay, I get that. But it's it's uh, quadrupled. I know. It's quadrupled. Right. And I I think it would be hard for, like, what if you have a family of five, like two adults and three kids? Like, that, you're talking about over 500 bucks or something just to get in for one day. And of course, you're going to want to buy the park hoppers or you're going to want multiple days. It just, it really adds up, I think. Yeah, so it's like I'm looking at one day one park ticket value uh $91 one and then the regular wow. is 104. So I'm guessing the the value is like on certain days they do sure, cheaper yeah. prices. Right, right. Oh man. And you know for California residents they really don't give any discounts. <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm-hmm. They have um they'll do during the winter they will do a two for day where you could get two parks for 100 bucks, which is a good deal actually. You can that go is. And, one park one day, and then the second park the other day. It's not a park hopper, so you can't go between, but you could spend one full day in Disneyland and then one full day in California Adventure. And that's a good deal for 50 bucks a, a park. Oh, I think that's okay. great. So, so that's for two days for 100 bucks. Yeah, it's, it's 100 bucks for the two days. Oh, yeah. Okay. So their peak yeah. prices for one day, one park one day is yeah. is $118. Oh, that's for a kid. My bad. That's for <gasps> three to nines. So, oh, so it's 124 for over 10. It is? Yeah, really? regular is 110, and then the value days oh. are 97. Oh, I um, thought it was like 105 or something now. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. That's that's pretty – I mean, cause, yeah, it's sad, not dude. bad if you're just paying for yourself, but like as soon as you I start know. like, yeah, I got to pay for a family of four – like you're talking about four hundred dollars, and that doesn't like you still got to eat that day. <laughs> it's like eating. It's hotel. I know it's it's a whole thing. That's why a lot of times uh, a Disney trip for a lot of families is like a once in a lifetime trip. Like yeah. they'll do that one time. Uh, it's a big it's a big deal. You know, we were very fortunate that I grew up in the seventies and eighties, and our parents took us. We were in Cleveland, so it was only a two hour plane ride down to Florida. As you know, being on the East Coast and the prices were relatively, you know, they were normal back then. So we went a bunch of times as kids because my, we could afford to do that, like on a vacation. So I, I, I'm so happy we got to do that. I, I would love to go to the park more. I, I would. But right now, you know, once the music goes full force, I'll be able to do it all. You'll be busy doing the music. You'll be too busy Exa- doing exact- the music. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's right. <laughs> oh, so- my gosh. So what's um so what's uh what's been like any recent roadblocks that you've had in the last year? You know, there's been a few actually, Joe. There's been um a couple things. I'm really trying now for me personally, I'm trying to get my music to the next level. So that means a lot of uh networking, you know, a lot of phone calls. Yeah, I mean you have it's in any business is the same. You have to just Try to get to know a lot of people and try to get your music exposed to the right people that can help you. And it's been a crazy year because it's been a, really hard to get the music into the right hands. The great thing about Los Angeles is that it's a mecca of music and entertainment and all that good stuff. But the bad thing is, is that everyone here is doing the same thing. 
you know, so you can be a great piano player, but there's, a, you know, 10,000 other great piano players here as well. So it's a big pool of talent. Uh, so sometimes it's hard to get your music recognized or maybe float above the rest. And I know a lot of it is luck and being at the right place at the right time. But I have hope that uh, the the steps that I'm taking now will reap some rewards in the future. I really I have faith that that's going to happen. So I've been really pushing to get meetings with Disney. I've also been pushing to do some songwriting for uh, film and TV as well, which is kind of exciting. And I recently, okay, that's some, I mean, I have some good stuff to report as well, but that's kind of been, (laughs) that's kind of been the challenges of the year is to how do, how do I direct my path, you know, so it goes towards uh, a higher goal for me? How do I do that? You know, and a lot of it, as you know, is is the self motivation and believing enough in yourself to take those kind of risks. Yeah, I, I mean, hey, I didn't get here by accident. Um, you know, right? It, it, it takes a lot of uh, trust in yourself and belief in yourself and confidence right. and uh, a lot of things that go along with that. So, right. So, um, so what's what's some of the good news that you have then? Well, the good news is that. From all of this research and, and putting my music out there, I actually put my music on a website that will actually critique your music and rank rank it, I guess. And some industry professionals will go onto the site and critique your music. Well, this one guy, I put up my Star Wars uh, song, that song, original song I wrote, the love theme, Journey to the Stars. Yeah, yeah. I put, the, I really, that's one of my favorites that I wrote. So I put that on the uh, website. And a guy really responded to it and said, this is really good. I would love to have you write some music for my, my uh, company. That, that What he does is basically uh, put – he takes the songs and then, and then sends them out to different agencies to see if they'll use them. So he gets like a lead sheet every day of companies that are looking for – we're looking for a piano score for this commercial. We're looking for like a, a fast piano track for this video, blah, blah, blah. And then he'll, he will submit the songs and then see if they, they call landing them see if they'll land and that person will use them. So he, I've written for him like five or six already. He gets these little, he's got these lists. That's like, um, we're looking for a piano song. That's like, uh, serene, but happy and loving. Uh, I'm so sorry, Joe, you might have to edit that. I'm recovering from a sinus infection. So no, nah, there's no my... ed- Tom. There's no editing here. Where's time for editing? Are you serious? <laughs> well, I, 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 uh, I, I apologize to the listeners because I'm recovering from a sinus infection. I got it on Monday, so it's I'm finally starting to feel better. But anyway, but so he he submits the songs to see if people will use them, and he's been really positive about the stuff I've been writing. And says, "I know we can get some of this to land." I said, "That would be fantastic because that's another foot in the door." To have on your resume to say, well, I've written for this commercial, I've written for this company, I did this video, etc. So it's kind of like building a a resume, so to speak, of music stuff. That's been a really positive thing that's happened for me. I feel like that. I feel like it's a door that's finally starting to open a little bit. Your categories. Uh, (laughs) The categories. Again, I apologize. My cat is very vocal. He loves to chat. Uh, Anyway, but so that's that's been a really cool thing that's happened, and it wouldn't have happened if I didn't take the risk. I didn't want to put my music on this particular – the website is legit. It's nothing fake or anything, but I was like, do I really want to put a music on there to be critiqued you know, by professionals? Are they going to hate it? 
you know, what's going to happen. But I, I took the risk and did it, and I'm really glad that I did. So I'm, I'm hoping it pays off. And then just personally, I've done things like I did another concert here uh, in California. And a lot of people don't know, but when I do shows, I have really bad performance anxiety before I go on stage. Like it's stage fright, right? So it doesn't prevent me from doing it and it doesn't prevent me from going out and having a great time. But it's those like 10 minutes before, you know, the lights go down. I have horrible stage fright. So for me to do live performing, it's great. But I know I have to go through this terrible thing before, right? So (laughs) I've been working on myself. I've been working like, you know, different uh, techniques and things to calm me down. And I have a good friend that uh, helps to calm me down before the show. But the re- one of the reasons why I got so nervous is because I sing in the shows. And because I'm not a trained singer, I, I kind of feel like, well, people might not like it. Or, you know, I-, I know I can play piano. Like, I know I can do that, but I don't know how good I am at singing, blah, blah, blah. And people seem to really connect with the voice. So I made myself – the first concert I did at Vitello's, which is this restaurant I play at, but they have a jazz lounge upstairs. The first show I did there, I sang – two songs. Okay. The second show I did, I sang like four songs, four or five. The show that I planned that I did back in January, I made myself say, I'm going to do eight songs. And I, eight of the songs I sang at the show. And that was a big personal like achievement for me to do that. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm happy I did. And now I feel like more comfortable with it. Like, yes, I can sing if I go places. If people want me to sing, I can say, yes, I'll do it. Instead of, uh, I'm not sure, like, et cetera. So I'm really glad that I did that show and sang a bunch of songs. And, and the, of course, it went really well, and people really loved it. So hey, I, was, I was happy. I, you know, I just want to – well, first off, that's awesome. I'm so happy that you've, <laughs> you've been taking those, those uh, chances and risks for yourself. Uh, yeah. and, and by the way, I get stage fright too, as far as like, before really? I go and speak, yeah, Melissa, okay. Melissa's like, no, you don't I'm like, no, I, I, I do. I really, really, really do. Um, so I try to listen to music before I, I do anything like that. Good um, for you. But I can't always do like, that's not always a possibility. So, right. Um, right. to get myself all hyped up and ready to go and, and sure. do, it to, do a talk. So, um, sure. but you know, the, I guess what it is is we look for self-validation that other people are into what we're doing and, and all that. And Ooh. even though we know that we're into what we're doing, it doesn't always right. mean that like we have the confidence to believe that other people will because it's like the initial like judgment of like that initial like – Right. It, mm-hmm. You know, are we going to get that you – know, when we jump off, are we going to get that negative reaction – um, I mean, I've had that negative reaction before when, when it, back oh, yeah. when I was DJing, like some, some people <laughs> did not understand what I was doing, um, okay. and, and did not get it and did not want to get it. Um, and made <laughs> it very vocal that they did not want to get oh, it. No. Oh, yeah. Geez. Yeah. So, so, and that's okay. And, and, you know, now everybody loves the, the mashup. It's a, it's a thing that everybody's down right. for. Uh, but sure, when I sure. was doing it, it was still like, what, what is that? <laughs> What are you right. doing? What are you playing? Why are you playing that and this? This is amazing. I don't understand what's going on here. I need an adult. Um, so, so what? Like, so, so, what are the things that you? What other things have you done as far as um, getting getting other meetings with Disney? Like, what, what's some of the 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 things that you've gone? Like, I mean, you don't have to give all your secrets away, but what are some of the things that you've done to try to make that happen? Well, actually, I've done I've done a lot of research, and what I did was I looked. I, I actually called the studios. I just cold called them, 
and said, you know, I, I explained who I was and said, I have like a bunch of Disney albums out and they seem to be, they seem to sell pretty well. And, uh, two of them made the billboard top 10, the new age a couple of years ago. It was great. Really? I said, I would love, ones? you know, the, um, Magical wait, piano and pixie dust and magical moments were the ones that they made the Billboard top ten for one week. It was the new age charts, but they made like number nine. Wow. For one week. It was amazing. I was so excited. It was so cool. Uh but yeah, so I, I tell them this stuff and said, Who would I speak to? I'd love to talk to someone about potentially, you know, giving some music to you guys. And so they said, Well, do you have any names? Because, you know, if you call Disney, it's such a big company. She, the secretary's like, well, I need to know a name. Or so I said, well, you know what? Let me research and get back to you. So I researched and I found one guy that I thought was the head of the, I think, film department or something. But I called back and asked for him, got his office, and then spoke with his assistant and said and explained to her what I want to do. And she said, oh, well, the guy you need to talk to is so-and-so. He's the head of music department, and that's who you need to speak to. And I said, oh, great. Can I have his number? And she gave me his number, and then I called and left a message. So it's a lot of legwork, you know, to to find out who you need to speak to or what department you need to go to. So I've I've done a lot of that, and I've also done um, started writing to people that I admire in the business and seeing if I get a response. Like I emailed Michael Giacchino, I emailed Blake Neely, who writes for TV. I wrote I wrote to another artist that I really love, um, Bear McCreary, McCreary, I think is his name. He does he's done. Uh, music for television shows for years, but he currently does the Walking Dead music, oh. which I really love. <laughs> so I'm starting to write to some of these people to say, hey, um, I would love to take a meeting with you, even for 10 minutes, and just give me some tips on how do I get into this business? What tips can you give me? Who should I talk to? Because at the end of the day, they're still people and they're musicians at heart. Like they love music. So I figure, eh, why not? Can't hurt to try. You know, so that's kind of what I've been doing is kind of networking and uh, really trying to put myself out there. You know, I, I, I'm so glad that you, you mentioned all of that because that I mean, that's exactly some of the things that I've done to to make uh, some of my uh, ventures go well is you, uh-huh. know, you do the research and so you just ask the right questions at time at the right time right. and you right. get the right answer that'll point you in the in the right, you know, right direction. So. Um, right. So yeah, it's, it's, uh, I'm, I'm so glad that, 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 you know, you found that to be a, a winning, uh, combination of things to do. Well, I have to, and I have to tell you, it's not easy for me. This is hard. It's not easy for me to cold call. I never liked to do that. So this is another challenge for me to rise up to because I'm not naturally, you know, excited to cold call people, you know, a lot of people, my parents have told me through the years and friends and family, of course, have said, I, you know, I'm a great musician, but I'm not a businessman. I don't know that side of it. And unfortunately, it seems like today in the music business or maybe whatever business you're in, you have to know the business side of it to get ahead. You just have to know how to, how to work within that. And that's something that I'm, I'm, I've learned in the past few years and that I'm really trying to facilitate now is to be more active in the business side and, and see where that takes me. And you know what, that, that's, that's okay. Because look how many years you've worked at, um, perfecting the, your craft in the, in the first place. So now if you, you know, you get the, the business aspect that in, and you can get that in a lot easier than I could become a piano player for sure <laughs> of that caliber. Um, 
you know, you get that in to at least to a to enough of a degree that that fits for somebody, and all of a sudden, you know, the, the everything starts to click into place because you already have the skills yeah. and the well, and the length so of work, right? Like, yeah, that's true. That's true. When I was I was interviewed on a podcast when the um, I think it was last month or it was the uh, Skywalking Through Neverland, which I, I it's a great podcast, but. Richard and Sarah, who host the podcast, actually came to one of my shows once because they're in Long Beach. Oh, so they're lucky. really cool people. But when I, it was fun that they came up. I thought that was really cool. But when they went to start the interview, Richard said, well, this is your 17th album. And I thought he was joking at first. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. And I was like, wait a minute. And then we went and looked. I'm like, it is number 17. I had no idea. I was like, wow, the time really flies. I had no clue. But I guess you're right. Like, I've done 17 albums. Wow. to date so i guess there's something to be said for that huh uh there's a lot to be said for that right and the thing is is you're you know you're just at the beginning so think about this like you're you're at the beginning where uh even though you have 17 albums like most people don't know who you are yet and right and when exactly. you, like i said when you get the the business aspect of it nailed down uh you know all of a sudden you have 17 albums for them to buy right true Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. At See, like I don't even $10 think like a that. Piece, right? So, yeah. so that's the thing. Yeah. So, so yeah, so you're already like way ahead of the game once you get it, once you get that other piece nailed down to the point where you can, com- you know, confidently, um, you know, go in and and do the the calls. Like, I don't like cold calling either. In fact, that's, yeah. I mean, it's one of the things that um, I don't, I, I, you know, I just don't, I just don't like doing. So, yeah, yeah. But I do it um, to a, to the extent where I, I you know I use the the time wisely to, to use it to Ooh. my advantage the best that I can um, to get what I need accomplished and, and that's really the most important part is just just getting it like enough faking that part till you make it right like I can't fake right. that I'm a good right. piano player because I'm not Millie Vanilli <laughs> and I can't fake it to all, you know to millions and millions of dollars um but when it comes to like confidence like you can actually fake that um to a point and and you know when it comes to the confidence to like do those cold calls and the to figure out yeah. like oh i need to like connect the dots to make this you know to get the to get the prize here you can you can do all that um and you know, it doesn't take super special skills. It just takes maybe more thoughtfulness than you would have originally given it. Right. That's a good point. And I thank you for that because I, I constantly need to hear that stuff. So thank oh, you for, you're t- for saying that it's, I, you know, it's, it's that constant battle between the artistic part of me and the business side of me. But I think you're right with anyone that is trying to get further in life. It's, it's a lot about how you present yourself and exactly everything that you just said, you know, doing what you need to do to make yourself uh, to get yourself further along in your career or what you want to do in your life. And a lot of people say that, like, fake it till you make it, you know, like it is hard for me sometimes to fake being all this confident, you know, piano guy that's calling it like a record label and listen to my music. Like, that's hard to do for me anyway. It, it is. But you know what? You have again you have the the background to warrant that yeah yeah you, you really do True. right so it's not again 17 albums like most people are lucky if they put together one album like this, <laughs> yeah. like this guy yeah. right here um let alone a <laughs> piano album because that's not even in my in my i would love for it to be in my world but you know like yeah. time is not on my side when it comes to i that. get it 
Yeah, um, I get it. I get it. it. Mm-hmm. You know, even doing a uh, a follow up to Adventuratorium just like right now is just not in the cards. But I've been been plotting mm-hmm. it. I just haven't put you know uh, needle to to record to make it. it happen yet. Okay, but we're getting there. Um, <laughs> it will come. It will come. It will. It will. I, I think that uh, I think that a lot of people are going to really like that one. But but the thing is, is it's, it, it's unless it's a legit album, which I might have to talk to you about. But the other thing is, is with all the other samples, I, calling all the different record companies that would be needed and getting all the, the rights to all the different music. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's, just it's, call on Disney. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Call it's uh, I have. I have a good rapport with the guy that clears the music for me. So I'm glad it's the It's been the same guy for like seven years, which is really nice. So uh, I will email him and say, look, I'm doing a new album. These are the songs that I need, uh, you know, clearances for. And then he will get those back to me and get me the publishing. So I'm good to go. So it it is nice to have that because it's a lot of work to get that, those clearances because you have to make sure that you have the permission to, to do the songs. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And, and yeah, so, so like, that's all another reason why, uh, the, the follow up album to, to Aventurium hasn't come is because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I can't really make any money off of it. It's hard to even share yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, I know. thanks to like YouTube selectively picking what they want to go after and what they don't want to go after. I know. I know. I know. I understand. Yeah. I've, they've been getting pretty strict with that because I've even uploaded videos of my own music, but they might be titled something that's already a song. And I've gotten flagged a few times that I've had to actually write them and say, no, this is my original song. Here's the copyright or whatever. And then they'll take it off, but they're getting really serious with that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I know. yeah, I know. It's, it's I know. frustrating. Um, as DJ, but understandable all the yep. same. Um, <laughs> so do you have any recent favorite memories? Recent favorite memories. Let me think, because the holidays were just a few months ago. Happened over the holidays. I did. Um, well, first of all, I did the concert here in January. But what was really neat is that my parents were here oh, for, for the, the show. Oh. Yes, they they came from Cleveland, and originally, I was supposed to have a Christmas show at the restaurant, and I had planned it for mid December. Something happened, and they had to bump my night to the following week. And then there was like a big artist coming through and they said, we really hate to do this, but can we bump you one more time? We can do, have you do a Christmas show after Christmas, like on the 26th. And I said, nah, I'd rather do just a regular show. So my parents were planning on coming out here. And I said, what dates do you want to come? I'll plan the show when you're here. And uh, they came in the beginning of January and I had the show January 9th while they were here. So it was really cool that they got to see the show. It was really, really neat. Oh, that's awesome. Did they did they enjoy their time out there? They loved being out here. Now, my dad, my mom likes L.A. I mean, they would never want to live here, but they like to visit. My dad does not like L.A. because my dad doesn't like a lot of big city stuff. He's more of a suburb guy, so he doesn't like all the people and all the traffic. But, I mean, they still come here to see us, which is great. <laughs> but they had a really good time. We had a really good time, and we just did some a couple touristy things, but then just hung out with them. You know, to catch up with them because I only see my parents maybe once a year. Right. So, uh, right. Yeah. So that was a really cool. Uh, that was a really cool thing that happened. And I sang them. I wrote them a song for their 70th birthdays this past summer, and I actually got to sing it for them at the concert. It wasn't the first time they've heard it, but it was able. I was able to sing it live for them, which was really cool. 
Uh, so it was neat. It was a really good memory for me. Oh, that's awesome. It was cool. And, uh, yes, that, that was really the big one. I mean, I had a nice, I had a nice casual holiday season. Like it was really cool and chill. And, uh, so everything was good. And, uh, the concert was like a little, little something to look forward to after the holidays were over, you know, cause there's always that little time in January where it's like, uh, and you see, you see all the like bare Christmas trees on the side of the road and you get picked up. It's kind of depressing, but so it was nice to have my parents out there. It was cool. <laughs> so what do you what are your dreams looking for the future now that's a good question because what i want to do now is i i would love to do and i th- i'm sure i will but i would love to do another disney cds sometime soon this year with more songbook stuff but make it longer uh put a bunch more songs on there and i i'm also considering doing a christmas album maybe this year i've never done one I, I was, you know, I told Melissa I was going to bring it up, so I'm glad uh-huh. that you brought it up first. Yes, that's kind of one of my one of my dreams. It's like maybe, and I and I've had people ask me for it, uh, you know, to say, uh, "Are you going to do a Christmas album?" I say, "I would love to." I've just never really thought about it, so I, I, that might be on the list this year to do. I, I hope so. I mean, it's only March, so you have plenty of time to, to make it happen. I know, um, right? Yeah. So you totally, you totally, totally should. Um, you know, you know, I, I was know. thinking also another, another, you know, to go along with the holiday thing, like you should do, like, there's probably, you could probably pull off like a, a Disney Halloween album. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that'd be oh, really neat. Oh, you could get like, um, you could do like the haunt, like recreate the haunted mansion intro. Oh, that would be cool. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Cause I've done, I did record the, um, the Haunted Mansion song I've done, like that right. I've recorded. But there's also like a lot of stuff from Nightmare Before Christmas you can do. I'm sure there's stuff if I go back. Like if we looked back at some of the Halloween specials Disney's done throughout the years, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff there that people might know or it might be fun to do. I don't know. Yeah, I mean they do a whole parade every year, you know. Like yeah. The whole yeah. very, merry, merry, very merry. No, not very merry. Uh, not it's so a, scary. Right, not so scary. That It would be kind of cool. Yeah, just you know, throw another idea out there, and then I'm still waiting for a, a whole Pixar album. That'd be awesome. That's another great idea, Joe. I would love to do that because the Pixar themes are just—I mean, they're awesome. Yeah, yeah, they're just awesome. All right, so hopefully I'll get that Christmas album this year. Though. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll I let know. Listen, know that you're uh, you're positive about it. <laughs> Tell her I'm very interested in doing it. <laughs> you might even be able to do a Disney Christmas album because they had a lot of Disney Christmas specials and, and yeah, things do. from over the years. So, and again, they, they have do. a whole parade based around. So, there's got to be music, you know, to dig in in that in that way to do something right. you know, different than just a traditional like, oh, here's you know. Rudolph, right. and then here's you know the the, the standard sure songs. yeah joe um, you've got some good ideas i well, like them thank you thank you <laughs> I, i've been told i've been told before i got some good, good, ideas. <laughs> good. once or twice once or twice uh so uh is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before uh we share how people can get the the latest album uh dreams come true and and where they can find out all the the rest about yeah the find out <laughs> about all the rest of your music isn't it great that we don't edit it just can't um you don't have time for right. it no nope, right. no time <laughs> um i think well people can go uh to my website which is tom uh, the last name is spelled A-M-E-E-N. 
Uh, or they can just search my name, Tom Amin, on, on uh, Google. A lot of stuff will come up. But the, the album's available on iTunes, uh, Amazon, and I believe it's on Google Play as well. So you could find it pretty much anywhere. Uh, but that's where you can go to learn more about what I'm doing or what's coming up next. Go to my website uh, or follow me on Twitter. I do a lot of twe- uh, tweeting. <laughs> it's, uh, and my Twitter handle is at Tom Amin, just my name. Uh, so I do a lot from there too, but that's a good way to keep up. And I'm, what I want to try to do, Joe, which I'm starting to get into is live video, like maybe doing uh, like a 10 minute concert during the week, you know, and telling people I have these five songs, which ones do you want me to play and having them choose, oh, you know, okay. like, and they could be like established songs, Disney songs. It could be Broadway, it could be whatever, but I'm really looking into getting to more of that. Cause I think that's kind of fun to do, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I know. So well, hopefully that will, we're going to, I, I need to get a mic that plugs into my cell phone. So I'm just researching which ones are decent and that not like that are not a crazy amount of money. Uh, but I do have a stand for my phone already. So I will see what happens. You know, I don't think you'd actually need a mic. If you put them, as long as the camera, you know, the phone is close enough uh, to uh-huh. you, it, it would pick up the whole, pretty okay. much the whole room. Um, yeah, I, yeah, you don't unless you wanted to just get like a lapel mic. Um, there's a couple options there, but you want the you want the music to really come through. So I, I would say yeah, just use yeah. your phone. I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, hold yourself back there waiting to get right. a mic. Um, I have to for, test it and see what happens. Yeah, maybe that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, is there any last thoughts you'd like to share before we wrap up here? Yeah, I would say what's I love your podcast because it really allows people to feel like they can make their dreams come true. And it gives you the tools to start to do that. I think that's what's really important about the work you're doing is that we all have dreams, which is great. I mean, we have to have dreams, but you need to have some tools in order to start to make those dreams come true. Uh, and I think just keep my, my final thoughts would be to people that are out there that are still pursuing a dream or would like to start is Give it a try and go for it because you have nothing to lose by trying and you never know where you're going to end up and follow that dream that will make you happy and gives you fulfillment in your life and just go for it. You know, don't hold back. Just go for it. That's what I would say. I, I, I really appreciate that, Tom, especially <laughs> hey, since, welcome. since, I mean, I don't know if you noticed, but we kind of changed the, uh, the subtitle to the, to the show a little bit there. Oh. Mm-hmm. But 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 it, you know it is still the Dreamers podcast and um oh. and and that's the you know putting a focus on not just your dreams but like giving you the the lessons to make that happen so right um right. and and I use the word business but really it's it could be a pl- like because yeah. I interview yeah. so many different people on so many different levels that right. it, it's right. you know finding those those lessons is so uh so important for for everybody at every stage of their journey so sure oh I agree. I agree. So, all right. Well, so thank you so much, Tom. And I, hopefully it won't be a year before you come back on. So <laughs> yeah. hopefully um, you'll have another album in the, in the works very soon. We can get you back on and uh, talk about what, what's been going on since then. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Joe, for having me. It's been a blast. It's wonderful. You're welcome. It's always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the dreamers podcast. Follow us on Twitter at dreamers podcast. Join us on Facebook at facebook.com slash dreamerspodcast. 
If you or someone you know would like to be a guest on the Dreamers Podcast, please send an email to j at jpar.co. This podcast is copyright 2014 by jpar.co.